Today's episode has been brought to you by us, The Horse Feed UK. You can check us out online at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk. Head over today to enter our brand ambassador search and our Christmas cover star competition. Hello, baby. In today's episode, we're trialling a new segment where we interview everyday equestrians. We've got Beth from the Cobbs and Me account on Instagram, and it was a really, really interesting interview. She talks to us all about driving and Cobbs and COVID and Appleby. We certainly learnt a few things. We hope that you enjoyed today's show. We're always looking for people to feature everyday equestrians, a day in the life of, and equestrian businesses. Let us know what you're up to in the UK with your horses. Check it out online at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk and send us a message. We've no Amy this podcast, folks. She's away showing her ponies in Lincoln with Colette. Hi, guys. Hope that you're having a great time. You'll be back by the time that this is out on Monday. Instead of mine and Amy's usual chat, you're going to get a quick one of me talking to Sharon from Galloping Geldings. I caught up with Sharon when she was at Warren Farm and Amy was on her clinic there last fortnight. If you've not seen Sharon out and about, you need to keep your eyes open. She's got an amazing mobile equestrian business. She's got everything that you need for your horse and she's usually parked up at some massive show somewhere in the UK. If you're from the northwest, she's based around this area, so you may well have seen her more recently at Warren Farm or maybe at the Ark. Sharon's lovely and she is a fountain of knowledge when it comes to equestrian equipment and what products are good. So we are definitely hoping and going to harass her to come back on the show soon to tell us about her favourite products. For now, we just caught up and had a little chat talking about her new van and how she's been managing during COVID, what shows she's been going to and what it's like to be a trader at a large show like Hoy's. So today we're here at Warren Farm and we've imposted upon um, Sharon from Galloping Geldings. We saw her amazing mobile tack shop parked up and we came over and we said, come on, Sharon, come on the show. So and she's agreed with a, not much arm twisting, just a little bit, just a little bit. So we wanted to speak to Sharon because obviously she's sort of at the forefront. We know that you're a sinner out and about at loads of different shows. Um, which shows have you been, do you go to most often, Sharon? Um, for the recent last few weeks, I've been at Arena UK at Scott Dixon's UK Nationals. I was at BSPS Champs last week. I'm there next week at, at um, Arena UK again. Um, I come to One Farm all the time and uh, fixtures and fittings, I think. So, your trailer's new, we were just chatting um, as you were getting the awning in then. Um, you've got your new trailer and everything like that. How's that working out for you? Is that, is that going well? It's a lot easier. I can actually have a brew now which I've never cooked before. Amazing. I can sleep on board. Oh, right, okay. It's got heating, which I absolutely love. Electricity. Because you just said then it's seven and a half tonne. It's, it's compact, isn't it? You've got a lot of stuff in, but yeah, it's a lot to keep on top of, I thought. It's good. Got a changing room, but we can't let people use it because of that word beginning with C. Yes, yes, that, the word that shall not be named. Yeah. So how are you finding, because obviously you've been doing this for a while now and you must have seen, has it affected your business? How have things been since sort of COVID and the restrictions? How did it affect you? So I did, I was the one that was taking prescriptions to people. and. Oh, right, like a I responder. Yeah. Right, volunteer responder. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So I did that and my son and I made face masks. Right. And we did 110,000. No. Free. 
way. Oh, wow. On 3D printers. That's what we were doing. Wow. It right. was on my son, but we all did not as a family and all friends. And Oh, that's amazing. That's so lovely. And that was one of the things, because when I sort of came in, Amy came in and she had to buy some clips for a jacket. And you were running a raffle, weren't you? And that was like, that was to go back to NCPA. That's just you supporting the show, which I didn't know. Amy's just told me it's a charity. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. And you also said you support the Ark and places yeah. like that as well. No, that's absolutely lovely. So how's it been getting back out now that shows are back up and running? Yeah. Frightening. Right. It is very frightening um, because you don't know. You've got a lot of risk assessments to do, COVID assessments. Yeah. Um, what you're allowed to do one way in. You've got your signage. You've got your antiseptic sprays. People are saying, do I need to wear a mask? It, it's hard. Has it massively impacted on your business? Do you sell online as well? Or? Yes, I've got a website. What's your website address so that people can check you out? www.gallopinggeldings.com But I am computer illiterate, so there's more stuff on my pages. Right, okay. Like, <laughs> you can always message me. So, like, Facebook, are you on Instagram as well? Yes. Yes, I think we've just added you on Instagram, so do go check them out over on Instagram as well. So, what have you got coming up in the next few months? Where are you going to be out and about? Next week, I'm at arena uk how far away do you go what's like the furthest that you travel because you just said you, you can you sleep in the van and everything do you go away and spend time away for shows and stuff i did highs last year all right how was highs what's it, highs like brilliant i had the best time with freestep it was absolutely amazing right i had a blast do you it, get to see like the behind the scenes stuff at highs and like wander around when there's nobody no that, no <laughs> no, <laughs> no you're working from half past eight in the morning till nine o'clock at night and it's hard work right right do you but, think hoys could have gone ahead or not no. knowing it from right a trader's point of view do you think the trade stands obviously the revenue that's generated there and it must be really expensive as well to like get a pitch at horse of the year show uh, like not having the shopping but do you think that was a major fact obviously there was the insurance wasn't there for the nec but i do think like maybe the trade and not being able to have the shopping at the same degree would have impacted it was it was it was nearly four thousand your style and yes it's it's i was i was looking forward to doing it yeah but unfortunately it was a one-way system and without spectators watching the show yeah. there's no shopping no of course not i am um supposed to be going down to exeter in december ah. i did that last year um and they do a shopping village there but a lot of the shows that we had planned this year we were going over to ireland this year right and everything got cancelled. We had loads more chat with Sharon and she gave us some really interesting hints and tips that we're hoping to share with you in the future. I spent all day, we've probably got about two hours of chatting and we had an amazing cheeky Greg's that a lovely partner went off to get for us and I had a blast of a time. Amy, however, wasn't too impressed as I got zero photos of her on the clinic with both her ponies, which I heavily apologise for now. As we said, we're hoping to get Sharon back on the show very soon and maybe make a regular appearance reviewing some amazing products, many of which she stocks herself. We're going to get on with the rest of the show now. We're going to introduce Beth, who's our next interview. I had so much fun speaking to Sharon that I was the worst groom ever for the day that we had at Warren Farm. 
Amy was on a clinic with her two girls and I maybe got one photo just as they started because after then I was firmly camped out in the Galloping Geldings horse box, drinking coffee, chatting to Sharon and eating donuts that her amazing partner brought for us. If you do see Sharon at a show, head over, see what she's got on sale and do go and have a chat. She's one of the most lovely, friendly people that we've met. We're definitely hoping that we're going to be able to get her to come back on the show and to review and recommend some products, many of which she stocks herself. We're going to be back after this short break with Beth. She's in our newest feature, our Everyday Equestrians. We want you guys to come on the show and tell us about what you get up to with your horses like Beth is doing in the next interview. You want to tell us like a little bit about your horses, your account and sort of what you get up to? Yeah, so... um my account is it's the cobs and me on instagram if you haven't already seen it but we i've got four horses um three are traditional cobs and one is a cob cross thoroughbred mm-hmm. um they're all varying ages and disciplines but we kind of do a bit of everything um we we compete for sort of the ridden the showing dressage things like that and then we drive as well ah, um, so they they're all the latest one, Blaze, um, he is actually, I've just put a couple of videos because he is an absolute mega driving pony. Um, and he went to Appleby for the first time last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like a 200-mile trip for us. Yeah. Um, and we do it over the case, the like the space of a, a week up and a week back. So where are um, you based? So I'm in Rosendale. Ah, so, right, okay. Yeah, uh, so it's like um, Lancashire, that kind of thing. Yes. And we we set off from home um and because my partner builds the traditional botox oh wow so, so interesting yeah so if you, on my uh, on my page there's actually a couple of pictures and a, vid- a couple of videos of the wagon um i think there's a couple of pictures of me behind the wagon because i actually drive blaze on a dray that we built so, oh right yeah so we sort of we take um we take the two hair the two cobs so zach and rocky go in the wagon um and blaze was bought to pull the dray so he was a he's actually a little scraggly three-year-old when we got him so right he, and then we've got because then poe just goes on holiday for like two weeks and then like <laughs> brilliant at the state with cows like so what got you into driving is that is that a family thing have you did you pick it up yourself how did you start driving so yeah i've always years and years ago on a yard that i was on god it must be more than like 10 years ago hmm. um down in ermston of all places um uh, gentleman called who, who actually used to run a riding club right he used to basically teach everyone in the area how to drive oh. and it was brilliant he used to have like little scurry races in the fields and all sorts i was always dead into it but yeah i did a race all the time who right. i think it blown his mind a little bit <laughs> yeah. so I just need to watch keenly um and then when I moved up with my partner um he's always like he's about six right. foot two and about eight right. stone there's not many horses yes. that he can ride yes. <laughs> and he's never been interested in it um but he's he loved driving and so it just kind of got me into it and his first pony which is actually right. Zach uh is completely bomb proof like anyone can learn to drive right. on that pony he is unbelievable and it was just such a it was so nice because Poe had been out of work and with his injury and I hadn't been riding as much and it, it was nice to just kind of escape yes. into it a bit and not 
and something a bit different like it's, it's nice isn't it when you can sort of put your mind yes and you feel like you're getting somewhere like... with that something else as well when perhaps it, the other situations are getting frustrating it's nice to pick something up isn't it and to feel like oh I'm learning something new and I'm progressing and I'm actually enjoying this yeah yeah that was it and it was like oh and you get to like I said because when we go up top we go all down the old roads and you go on like you get so used to driving in the car down yes that I've just come and... up so I've got the horse in Scotland at the moment and I've passed the turn off to Appleby from Lancashire up the motorway and I can't like I say so you saying that it's like really interesting to like I'd have to look on a map because my sense of direction ask Amy is horrific um but yeah it, I'd be interesting because I only pass it on the motorway so to know the route that you went it, obviously the motorway is used to quite direct so it must be quite a diversion to get there not on the motorway basically driving a horse yeah yeah it is but it, it's such an amazing insight into how people basically used to get around and you see things that you you wouldn't normally see and it kind of in a way it reminds you of being a kid again because like, as you can imagine like you you're kind of having to look for water and you've got to make sure it's not so much for us because we've got yeah. water for us but You've got to make sure yeah. where you stop. There's enough grass for the horses. There's enough water for them. You're not upsetting any of the farmers. So by, how like, do you do that, especially when you go into Appleby? I've got more questions about Appleby, by the way, because I've never been and I'd love to. Um, but how do you like plan that route then? Do you go every year? Do you know people, or is it just like roadsides, verges? Like, and is it busy going to Appleby at that time of year? Yeah. So we've, I've gone from being a little kid, but I didn't take my I've sort of driven there, but I've never driven the actual journey yeah. up until I think it was four, four or five right. years ago uh, when I first did it and went the full way. And basically, we, we kind of know that the route itself is almost set. Right. Um, so it's the, we do the same one every year. It's like going to Benidorm. Right? <laughs> I um, love that. <laughs> yeah, you, you go to the same resort yeah. and everything. It's like, oh, it's virtually it's our own version. Um, we we basically know where we're going to go and the, the there's actually a book i cannot remember the life of me what his name is by a gentleman called and it's it's called the stopping places uh-huh. and it's based on all the old stopping places because um within the sort of like gypsy and traveler community yeah. way back when before phones mm-hmm. or anything like that it was kind of well known where people right. would stay um because water and things like that is difficult you basically you basically stop as close as you can right. to a river um, and where there is a verge that isn't gonna impact on anyone so it's not private land right. or anything like that um and Jenna, you'd basically just try and get off the, the busy roads because we do we do tell yep. the horses at yep. the side um which they, some of them like it, some of them look at you like, what is this? I think if you've not um, seen it before, so my first pony, I went up and it was over in Yorkshire and it was just common practice over there. You'd drive past a roadside and to all intents and purposes, when the heads were down grazing, you'd think literally they were just stood like with a bit of motorway fencing at the side and how would they, you know, how would they not out onto the road? And then I got to see the pony and it was like, it was development land and she just had a few tethered on this land on her back of a housing estate that, and it was you know we're talking only like 10 years ago um and once yeah. you learn on a tether and once you understand the tether it's it's fine for the horses isn't it but i do want like i remember being quite surprised and quite shocked and it taking me a little bit of a are them horses tied to anything you know when i first saw it driving through <laughs> yorkshire 10 years ago yeah 
it is it is it's funny it's a funny sight to see yes. when you've not seen it because the biggest thing that people say is oh my god have they got yeah. water and I I actually took a video of Zach I think it was two years ago because basically when when we start what we try and do is if we can leave buckets and things mm. with them we will um Zach is the sort of pony who gets in water <laughs> baths so like, he literally gets yeah. in the bath so if you leave any ounce of water with him he'll yeah. sit in it like he's just a nightmare so we go over about 10 times a day saying do you want a drink yeah do you want a drink and uh, we've had it a couple of times people are like oh he's got no water and I'm like I promise yeah. you <laughs> I said I've, I've done it before I've left a bucket with him and I've said to someone I said watch him for 10 minutes and he goes up to it and just yes sits it meddles meddles over. and gets the empty bucket and then, yeah there's a bucket there but you're paying lip service yeah. to the bucket because we know there's nothing in it because he's had it over yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious but yeah we uh no, everywhere we stop, we make, we, to be honest now, it's got to the point where the route we take, most of the, any of the landowners or anything like that, they know us and they know the people yeah. who go up. Um, so we kind of, like, we've had a couple of times where we've stopped in people's fields because they've either mowed or they've not got stock yeah. on them. And they've been like, look, what? we know for a fact that you're fine. Why don't you just stop in here for the night? Keep you off the road oh, type thing. We're that's so, so nice. So is it yeah, busy? Do you see other people going up to Appleby on your journey? Like where you're coming from in Lancashire, do you feel that there are people coming up that way with you or, or not so much? Yeah, so we the way we do it, because um, me and my partner both work full time as well as the farm. So it's it's a bit, we probably go for the shortest right. amount of time. Um, right. And we, I think there's normally around about um, 50 or so people um, on the same route as us. And they either set off like two weeks before or a week right. before we do. Um, and when we go up, there's normally about six or seven of us in a group. Um, sometimes we split off from each other and then we'll meet up with other people we've yeah. not seen for ages. Because when you get towards uh, mm-hmm. Settle, uh, that's where a lot of the people from Bradford and that kind of way, they basically come down to that down through to settle and then go up to sort yes. of kirby stevens and up that way um so you end up seeing so many people and you but you don't see them for like a year and then you meet up with them and it's like you've never been apart it's really it's good fun because like it, it's just a given it's almost like oh yeah this is what we do That's so. that, that was my next question that was what i was going to ask so i've never been to Appleby. what's it like what's the atmosphere like to anybody that's not been it's I'm gonna say it's it's absolutely brilliant. It, it, to be honest, for us, the, the journey is actually like meeting the people you've not seen for ages. That's more more what part we of it, do it yeah. for rather than yeah, rather than the sort of the main days in the town are brilliant. If you've never been, the the bustle of it and everything is is really good. And it is kind of a bit showboaty on the day. Like there's there's people talking yeah. big and stuff like that, and there's a money flying around. But you you do have some of the best like animals and some of the best um sort of tack and harness and equipment in yes. in the country that and they go there because they know there's like something ridiculous like hundred thousand wow. people that go over the, yeah. the weekend so it, it is and it is amazing to see because there's a couple of like local local lads who still do uh the line painting uh, and it's absolutely beautiful it's such a dying yeah. art as well and it's it oh, you it's mean on the on the see, look- tops don't you they are and everything yeah, on them yes. for anybody here if anybody's never seen like an or even on the drays on the side they do it's beautiful isn't it like you like you say yeah it's a day night you just don't see that sort of 
craftsmanship. Do you, even on like the Botox and everything, like the money, like they're not cheap, are they, to, to buy and to have made? And I know some of the older ones, like the engravings and the woodwork on it, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, when when we made ours, um, like ours is made from scratch bar, um, some some of the iron work, and even supporting it, it cost us a fair yeah. whack of money. And I think there's been the average price of them if they're all painted off and all of that is around about yes. thirty to fifty thousand. Yes. But you just don't. It's a look at you think, God, they're amazing. And then obviously, because we built one, it's like you don't realize how long it takes to do them. And you stood there and you're trying to bend bows mm-hmm. of wood, and then you're thinking. Why am I doing this? No, it's amazing. <laughs> so, how's it been with has it, Appleby's not happened then this year, has it? No. no and what, not. obviously, sort of being an insider on that, what's been the general? We're just asking, you know, it's interesting to hear like other different avenues of a question, especially in the UK and everything, have been impacted. What's been the consensus on Appleby? What What are people's thoughts? I know you're generalising, you can't speak for everybody, but yeah, just get curiosity. So, to be honest, most we we pretty much knew it wasn't going to go ahead because it, it would have been completely stupid for it to go ahead. Um, it it was dangerous if and it it was there's a lot a lot of what people don't realize is especially in the like I don't class myself as a traveler or anything like that because I'm like not from that sort yeah. of family. Um, but a lot of true travelers and gypsies they live with like. 10 15 other of the, their family and different the generations area. as well close together yeah yeah and this was it and so a lot of it was actually with people were like well even if it does go ahead we're not going to go because we need to protect our family um and i know i know a fair i think a, a couple of a couple of people went off and had a drive around the town on yeah. the day um and had like a almost like a mini mini drive More for like the significance and just for yeah yeah just to mark it yeah, it was kind of yeah just a bit like and I think as well like the the locals and things who they definitely appreciated it I think as the fact that like people had stayed away and even the ones who did go up it was more of a case of we're only here for a couple of hours we're doing sort of socially distance socializing and then we're gonna go yeah and so it was it's been it's been a bit of a strange one but like I say it was definitely we kind of knew it was coming Yeah. yeah do you think it'll be all set and ready to go for next year it's funny, isn't it? Because it, at the moment, it, it sort of doesn't seem to be going away, yeah, does it? It's kind of a, a super, it seems to calm down. It all seems to come back around. I know in this area at the minute, it's gone from being, oh, yeah, you're all free to, oh, yeah, we've had like a massive influx of And then South Ribble, and, I think, didn't so, they went on lockdown and things like that and then not on lockdown in Preston and things. Yeah, it's been a bit of an odd one. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, I think it's, I think everyone's hoping that we can get back to to doing something like next year because it is hard because you do like say you, you meet yeah. up with people from all over the place that you've not seen for ages so it's um it is a bit it's and it, it is a holiday yeah. for us as well like it's a time to sort of relax and and get back out into sort of what we get out yes. of the rat race a bit and so I think that hit a lot of people as well a lot of people are looking forward to potentially that yeah. again so it's a, it's it's a bit of a fingers crossed no, situation definitely really. fingers crossed because that leads me on to what I was going to say next is if it does go ahead next year we would love it if you would um cover it for the show for us for anybody that wants to check out your instagram okay or give you a follow or perhaps you've got any questions about appleby or driving or your cobs in general would you be okay with people sort of giving you a follow on instagram and maybe a message 
yeah absolutely fine if there's anything anyone wants to know or if they want to if they want to get involved like uh, there's a lot of we have a lot of sort of connections in um areas where maybe driving and things isn't sort of Ah. as well known so and we know quite a lot of people who who may not necessarily be instructors and things but they know of sort of um places to drive and how and good ways of um breaking your horse to drive as well because there's not many that actually offer that service there really isn't there really isn't yeah yeah are there any particular resources that you like i used to subscribe to carriage driving magazine i don't know if that's still going i'm not sure you know um we do i must admit we do with the british driving society um they run a similar um thing to the bhs in the fact that they do a if you're a member um they get your public liability covered as well Um, yeah it's especially because now the roads are so dangerous yeah so yeah it's hard work so it is it must admit if you're sort of thinking if you're sort of woman are about whether or not to have an insurance whilst you're driving on the roads i definitely recommend it even just for yes no definitely that makes so much sense 100 so if any of you want to contact beth it's the cobs and me isn't it beth on instagram yeah we will also pop a page up on the website and you know put a little bit of info in there and like i say hopefully when beth comes back to cover apple before us as well we'll get some videos and a bit more interesting content up on there as well but in the meantime if you want to find it and can't quite remember just go to the hostbgk.co.uk and the link will be on there after this episode that's brilliant beth thank you so much for coming on no probably very welcome have you got any accounts or anything like that that you want to shake out um so yeah i'm gonna say my, my really good friend of mine she's been there for me for a long long time um and that's the broken eventer um she's basically cut her she broke her back i think it was two years ago on a young horse and um she's come back from it now with her as she affectionately calls him a little land whale um and she <laughs> she's uh she's trying to branch out into the world of eventing with him so yeah if you give her a quick shout out she'd uh i'm sure wow, no, love definitely. That. <laughs> you let her know as well she fancies coming on in the future and doing this sort of social segment with us as well we'd be we'd love to hear a bit from there um, and that's it best come on is one of the everyday people that rides and has got a really really brilliant account on instagram and we just wanted to speak to her because she's doing that bit of difference with the drive and everything the account's a really interesting one to follow if you guys want to be on the show we want to hear from you because it's interesting like we just heard from beth we learned something new i did anyway but after being the book tops and yeah it's 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 surprising what everyday people with horses are doing and it's it's really inspiring definitely a big thank you to Betha for coming on the show and as we said at the top of the interview please don't forget we're always looking for people to come on the show whatever your discipline whatever you're up to if it's just a great ride that you've been on a brilliant event that you've been on it could be Latrek, it could be show jumping it could be a good hack or a ride please let us know our listeners want to hear and you're just helping the equestrian community and giving a bit of a shout out to something that you found fun and enjoyable Next up, we've got our social media shout-outs and we're going to announce the winner of our mini-comp who won a free entry into the Christmas Cover Star competition. You can check that out online at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk. Also, a quick hello to the dressage coach, NMA.fitness, Hayley Turner 12, 
Digital Horse, Cantley Box, The Country Equestrian, that is an amazing account. I am The Country Equestrian, actually, get onto that one because I understand that she's had her account hacked. A&R Equestrian, Clip Clap Lollipop and DP Sports Psychology. Dan was on the last episode, is absolutely amazing. Do head over and take a look at his Instagram account as well. We're here at your favourite part of the show, social media shoutouts. Thank you very much to everybody that follows us on Facebook, Instagram and of course Digital Horse. We just want to say a huge shout out to Jake the Gypsy Cobb. They won the mini comp of a free entry into the Christmas Cover Star competition. If you guys want to get involved, do head over to the Instagram page and check out our recent post. A big congratulations to Jake the Gypsy Cobb. Hopefully you'll be seeing their entry in the top lineup for the Christmas Cover Star competition. Staying on Instagram, we're going to say a few shout outs to Bunny.Eventing, Jake the Gypsy Cobb, My 12.2 Bear, Online Horse Showing, Debbie Ha, Samantha Osborne Equestrian, EVG2006 and Amelia S06. Hi guys, thank you very much for contacting us and for liking and following on Instagram. Now we're going to move over to Digital Horse. If you guys aren't already on Digital Horse, please get on. It's like Facebook for horses. It is absolutely fantastic, completely free to sign up. There are no fees. You can post all your horsey spam on there and not worry about offending anybody that you've got on Facebook that's non-horsey. So we want to say hello, a big hello to Rebecca over at Digital Horse and to some new people that have recently signed up. We've got Lara Whitaker, Ella Broderick, Abigail Booster, Kaylee Seaman. We absolutely love seeing you on there and, and all your posts and everything like that. So we want to say hi to Ray the Goff, Charlotte Brewer, Veronica Seavold. Facebook now. Guys, do go over to our Facebook page. We're putting more stuff up there all the time. Let us know what you want to see. Mary McAllister, Sammy Hithnell, Ebony Turner, Evie Mearsman, Tegan Wright, Kyla Thomas and Sinead Anderson-McGrath. Hi guys, well done for joining up on Digital Horse. We hope that you're enjoying it. We know how much we absolutely love it. Do give us a like and a follow and we will of course follow you back. We're going to go swiftly on to Charlotte Hunter, Katie Goodwin, Ashley Taylor, Kai King, Portly French, Ramid Patel, Carol Gent, Colette Briley. Also, if you've got a personal message, please do let us know. You can inbox us, send us a, send us a DM and we will more than happily repeat that. Or you can send us a recording as well on WhatsApp. The details again, you can message us for those or they are on Instagram. Until next social media shoutouts, we will see you soon. Amy Bolan and Kerry Lou. Hi guys, thank you so much for following us. We love seeing you and what you've got up to. As always, if you want to get involved, come on the show. You only have to send us a message on any one of those platforms that we are following you on. Thank you for tuning in to the 13th episode of the Horse Feed UK podcast. As we've said throughout the episode, if you want to come on the show, this is your call out. Please get, get in touch with us. You can contact us via the website on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email us direct at thehorsefeed at outlook.co.uk. Let us know why you want to come on the show. And you can also send us a recording as well. The number to send your recording to is 07542274203. Just send us a quick clip. It can be a shouter, it can be a little bit of an intro, it can be your rider review or your rider rant. Whatever you've got to say, send it over and we will contact you if we're going to feature you on the show. Until next time, guys, happy riding and stay safe. Hello, baby.
A big thank you to Samantha Osborne for entering our cover star competition. As you will see, her horse, Stilo Blue Native, is now the cover star of the Horse Feed UK. You can enter our Christmas cover star competition over at the website. There's some great prizes to be won, so don't forget to check that out at thehorsefeeduk.co.uk.